Welcome to Blunt Force Drama. This is our second regular episode, and today we will be discussing numerous topics. Uh, a couple of things that I have written down to start off with the most important thing and why I'm getting this episode out to you. Next weekend, June 16th, that is going to be Free RPG Day. So make sure that you head down to your local comic slash game store and you pick up yourself some free RPGs. Uh, from what I understand, Free RPG Day is not as big as Free Comic Book Day, and therefore they don't have as much product. So if you're really interested in going down there, getting some stuff, make sure that you get down there early. Um, there's also, if you go, you know, the freerpgday.com, I think it is. If not, Google will take you there. Uh, you can see all the stuff that's expected to be at the stores so you can actually kind of go there with a game plan and you know pick up what you want to pick up uh... so yeah free rpg day next weekend another thing i wanted to uh... point out though while you're down there at the comic shop is there's a comic called ragemore and ragemore is pretty awesome it is uh... very reminiscent of uh... H.P. Lovecraft and Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, it's made in, um, you know, it's black and white. And it's produced by Dark Horse Comics. Uh, I've been reading it. I believe it's a four-part series. And three issues are out. So, that'll be wrapped up pretty soon. Probably next month, maybe this month. So, check it out! Uh, talking about that... So, as everyone's probably aware now, the zombie apocalypse is happening. <clears throat> uh, and, uh, I just wanted to, you know, touch on that, since it's probably, you know, an interesting topic people like to talk about. Um, we'll start with a short timeline that I have here. Um, back on the 16th of May, at MacArthur High School, in, uh, I don't even know where that's at. But a hazmat situation occurred where students' teachers were uh, decontaminated after breaking out in a rash. Three days later on the 19th, uh, there was uh, no confirmation on chemical at the Fort Lauderdale International Airport. Apparently there was a, a chemical spill or chemical f something happened there. On the 21st, um, a man bit a woman in Westchester. And then again on the 28th, uh, I guess they had to shut down I-285 because they had a hazmat incident. And on the 23rd, um, it opened up, uh, reopened up again. And then on the 23rd, a man bit his cousin's nose off. Then on the 24th, a second Broward school reports mysterious rash. And then on the 25th, Hazmat called after kids exposed to pesticide on bus. Hazmat EMS responded to Lake County, Florida school. So all this stuff is happening down there in Florida. Um, and then on the 25th, a disoriented passenger was subdued on a flight in Miami. And then on the 26th is the infamous um, naked man allegedly eating victim's face off. Was shot and killed by Miami police. And then on the 26th, a Florida doctor spits blood at highway patrolman after DUI arrest. 
Then on the 27th, Georgia contractor bites Lowe's employee and then resists arrest. So these are all obviously signs of the zombie apocalypse. There's also um, Luca Roca Magnata. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with this, but Luca Roca Magnata is a porn star and escort who videotaped her murdering her lover, chopping his body up, and then mailing it. I believe there was even some cannibalism involved with that. I'm not sure, though. Then she goes on, she goes on, you know, run, and they eventually catch her. But, yeah. Also to note, though, is this story where student ate roommate's brain and heart. Um, Alexander Kinua ate his roommate, Kujo Agyei Cody, ate his brain and his heart in Maryland. Um... <laughs> this guy, uh, I guess his um, brother found human remains, a head and two hands, in a metal tin in the basement. They left for a second, and when they came back, the body parts had been moved, and he was washing out the tin. Uh, they allegedly later searched the house, and the guy confessed. That not only had he killed his roommate by cutting him up with a knife and then dismembering them, that he had ingested parts of the victim's brain and all of his heart. He then dumped the remains in a dumpster behind a church. So, that happened also. <laughs> and uh, as a uh, one Adam Scott Glancy pointed out to me, he doesn't believe that it's the zombie apocalypse. As H.P. Lovecraft once wrote, The time would be easy to know, for then mankind would have become as the great old ones, free and wild and beyond good and evil, with laws and morals thrown aside, and with all men shouting and killing and reveling in joy. So there you go. It's actually the return of the great old ones, not zombie apocalypse. Have fun. Watch out there. Down there, if you're living down there in uh, Miami. Down there in Florida. I actually have a... um, I got a little something install uh, in works right now involving that. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty fun, I think. Um, so we've the most recent episode of the um, actual plays that I've been posting is of me and Josh uh, playing Shadowrun for the first time. And Brian was DMing the game. Brian's pretty um, experienced with Shadowrun, I'd say. And, uh, it was a good time, had a, had a good time and everything, but while I'm playing Shadowrun, I couldn't help but notice, you know, its similarities to Eclipse Phase. And I think, uh, if you take out the whole, like, magic and, like, you know, high fantasy, like, race thing, then you kind of have, Shadowrun is equatable to, like, Eclipse Phase on Earth, and Shadowrun is, you know, Eclipse Phase is Shadowrun in space. But they obviously have different systems as Eclipse Phase runs on the percentile percentile system and Shadowrun runs on a uh, dice pool system. Um, speaking of dice pool systems, recently been playing a uh, New World of Darkness game over Skype. Been playing for like about two months. 
we've met a few times. And um, our characters apparently have recently... I had to miss on the last the last session. But we have been taken and are now changelings. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because we will soon be actually um, uploading that as an actual play. So we typically meet weekly via Skype. So this should be a weekly changeling Skype game being posted to the uh, actual play podcast now. So that's fun. Um, I may not be, it may not be completely weekly, uh, as I intend to try to, you know, space the stuff out so I don't like run out of content one day. So uh, if I have other recordings, which I'm hoping to, I might, you know, intersperse them, pepper them in a little bit. So yeah, you should have a, uh, ongoing change in the game to look forward to if you're a fan of the actual plays. On to different game systems. Uh, Pezo is about to release the Advanced Races Guide. Um, this looks pretty, pretty interesting for people who are, uh, like myself, who are tired of playing uh, basic, base, you know, fantasy races. This uh, advertises over 30 exotic races. Um... Some of them are from previous books, and you know, none of them are too mind blowing. You could probably expect a lot of them, like such as goblins and kobolds, tingus, drow. Uh, but there's going to be a bunch of different ones. Um, it says there's also going to be uh, options to customize the seven the seven classic races, including new racial traits, racial subtypes, and racial archetypes. There's also going to be alternate racial traits and other options for, uh, I guess, the exotic races. And they're also also gonna. There's also, it's also advertising a system for creating your own race. So, if you have something that's not or something of your own creation, you can actually maybe have a set rule system for creating uh, a race. That's pretty cool. Looking forward to that. Um, while we're talking about Pathfinder, Pathfinder recently. Oh, you know, I'm not uh, some video game. Blah, 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 I don't know who. Some video game company called Goblin Works. Um, they want to make a Pathfinder Online video game, an uh, MMO, obviously, which sounds like it has the possibility to be really awesome. Um, what they did was they had a Kickstarter to uh, raise funds to create um, the technology demo. Basically, what they're raising funds for is to you know create the game engine and stuff like that, so they can take that to a financier to actually get the Pathfinder online off the ground. Um, but they did a pretty good job of raising money. Um, 4,212 backers raised over $300,000. Uh, I think that's at least, I think that's almost triple the original goal. So they're going to have some money to throw around to get this thing off the ground, which is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Kind of excited about seeing that. Um, but while we're talking about Kickstarter, let's talk about a uh, Kickstarter that um, Caleb Stokes from the uh, RPPR Role Playing Public Radio uh, Actual Play Crew. Um, he is running a Kickstarter called No Security Horror Scenarios During the Great Depression. And I guess it's basically going to be like non system specific. 
scenarios, um, horror scenarios that take place during the Great Depression. Uh, so then you don't have to like, you know, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be Call of Cthulhu. It doesn't have to be World of Darkness. It's whatever you want it to be. You just kind of like factoring in and whatnot. But, uh, he's already met his goal plus some already also. Um, and they've got a lot of, like Caleb Stokes, uh, is probably... Of all the actual plays I've ever listened to, he's probably the author of, like, some of the best scenarios I've ever, like, listened to. And, like, some, like, the dude is, like, twisted. <laughs> and it's awesome shit that he's done. And, like, I, whenever I recommend, like, actual plays to people to be like, hey, you know, if you're interested in listening to one, listen to this one. It's usually one made by Caleb Stokes. So I'm pretty stoked about getting that because I'm going to have, I already, I already donated, I'm getting some stuff and hopefully I'll get a, a copy of it and everything. Um, uh, so here's just a couple of things, uh, about to wrap this up, I want to kind of point out, maybe someone's interested in checking out. There is a, um, <clears throat> a music video, uh, I think it's, you know, it's, most people have seen it, I've, I mean, most people I've approached to have seen it, but in case anyone hasn't, it's a, um, band called Die, and their music video is named Fantasy, and you can find it on YouTube, but it's very, almost, you know, Cthulhu Mythosish, and it's pretty it's pretty cool, it's pretty twisted, you should check that out. Um, another thing I wanted to kind of throw out, oh yeah, Game of Thrones! Game of Thrones just ended, and it was really good, or season 2 just ended, and I really enjoyed it. Um, if you really enjoyed it, let me know, leave a post uh, on the blog, telling me what you thought about, you know, season 2, and if you've seen the Die Music video, let me know about that also. Uh, another thing I wanted to kind of point out, some people maybe have, are not aware of this and not seen it, but there is actually a Call of Cthulhu movie. It's really good too. Um, that is actually a, a uh, it's a silent film and it's kind of shot to look made like it's made back in the twenties. So it's almost era, you know, appropriate. Um, it's the only um, black and white silent film I've ever watched, and. Uh, I really liked it. You know, by the end of it, I, I, you know, was glad I had watched it. And so you can get that on Netflix, uh, streaming for free. Unless, you know, unless you don't have a Netflix account, then it's not free because you need to pay for Netflix. But anyway, yeah, check it out. It's a good movie. Uh, another good movie, though, you should check out is a woman called, or it's a movie called The Woman in Black. <clears throat> this is a really... I, I really thought it was really good. Um, I didn't like the ending, but, bar- but barring that, the rest of the movie was really good. It's just a, it's just an awesome, kick-ass ghost story, and uh, it's also it takes place in like about the 1920s or just before, so it kind of has like that, you know, kind of Cthulhu, H.P. Lovecraft kind of thing going with the setting, and it has a whole lot of like isolation in it from like the locations and stuff, and like. The locations in the movie, like, the movie's really good. Get, check it out. I can't, I can't recommend it enough, other than the ending. But uh, other than that, that should uh, about cover everything. Uh, that was a, uh, that was the second episode of the regular podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a nice day.